Good evening, everyone. I, Lakshmi Mini, have the honor to extend a warm welcome to our honorable guest for the day, Mr. Rajiv Malhotra. Today, we shall be reviewing his book, AI and the Future of Power, which is already creating ripples in the power corridors of New Delhi. It is indeed an honor for Dras to have the author himself while we review his masterpiece, which is more like an eye-opener. Mr. Rajiv Malhotra was trained initially as a physicist and then as a computer scientist specialized in AI. After a successful corporate career in the US, he became an entrepreneur and found many IT firms spread across 20 countries. Since the early 1990s, as the founder of Infinity Foundation, he has been researching civilization and their impact and engagement with technology. He has authored several best-selling books. Infinity Foundation has also published a 14-volume series on history of Indian science and technology. His latest book on AI is titled Artificial Intelligence and Future of Power, Five Battleground, in which India is a case study to analyze various impacts of AI in variety of domains. Interviewing him will be group captain P. Naidu, who, will be, who is actually a retired Air Force officer and who later served as additional director general in Prasad Bharti in both Doordarshan and All India Radio. He's a member of Bar Council of Delhi, Aeronautical Society of India, Broadcast Engineering Society India, Foundation for Aviation and Sustainable Tourism, Quality Council of India, Honorary Member Advisory Board of MRO Business Today, and Adjunct Professor, Center for Aerospace and Defense Law, Nalsar University of Law. He's also the founder, director of workplace ethics startup known as Clean Exit, and one of the directors of a cybersecurity firm called Isaac. I now request Group Captain Naidu to take the discussion forward. Thank you very much, Lakshmi. Very, very good evening, Rajiv, sir. Thank you, and it's an honor that you are here with us. Good evening. Wonderful to be with you. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm always uh, interested in uh, pointed questions, uh, agreement, disagreement, whatever, uh, from people who are serious readers. I know you are a serious reader. So I accepted this invite and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, sir. And uh, indeed, hearty compliments on this book, Artificial Intelligence and the Future of Power, Five Battlegrounds. Initially, when I heard of this book and uh, when I wanted to read, I was a little hesitant because I'm a non-technical person. I was wondering whether this book will be able to retain my attention for long. Trust me, sir, this book you have really written for non-technical people more than the technical people. For the people who, have, who are interested in humanities more than the artificial intelligence and the technology part of it. My interest definitely has grown in artificial intelligence per se in its applications after reading this book, despite the fact that I am aware of certain things in cybersecurity where artificial intelligence was touching some of the points there. Coming to the book per se, very, very nicely written 500 plus pages. What a way to describe the chapter at the beginning so that even those people who are very busy can just glance through, take out those nice little points of course, there are some serious issues as well you have discussed and brushing from starting with the jobs, the jobs that will be created, the jobs that will be lost to metaphysics, individual, the human being, how he can benefit from artificial intelligence, the benefits of artificial intelligence while speaking about the perils of misuse. 
really sir, hats off to you wonderful narration uh, for a non technical person it it's a hats off to you and thank you very very much for bringing out this book sir timely definitely yes let's get started and uh, i i am looking forward to your questions thank you sir thank you very much now ca- coming to the first part of my uh, my questions is that to begin with i was speaking about the two extremes that you you touched at the lowest level is jobs jobs lost and upskilling reskilling that will be required and going out to the metaphysics while speaking of those the the positive contribution of ai as well you use some words which are to me appeared strong strong words some of them some phrases like battlegrounds some phrases like google devta digital colonies colonization i mean a word like modernization of masses digital dehumanization what what is the object sir? what is the objective of using such strong words is it to awaken the indian leadership on the urgency and the need to quickly take action or is it pointing towards the world as a whole that yes there's something which is disrupting everyone's life and we are not taking that particular subject seriously would you please speak on that sir yeah thank you for the good question uh now you said that uh, uh the two extremes are uh, the two ends of the spectrum that i've covered one is very practical sthul sharir physical body of uh, jobs and infrastructure and uh, economy that is you are the sthul sthul sharir the physical body of the rashtra uh all the way to the other side which is metaphysical spirituality you know but i will tell you that what you have not said is the most important part which is the middle part the in the middle in between these two is the psychological mental hacking of the individual now that is not sthul sharir that is the sukshma sharir the subtle body uh, of the nation you might say the subtle body of indian public who are being psychologically hacked mesmerized put in awe uh, of all this uh, technology and who are giving up their agency their free will uh, who are uh, who are going on autopilot uh, default mode uh you know social media is managing the show telling uh, what movie to watch and who to get married to and what holiday to go to what shoes to buy uh, what religion to convert to whether to go on a riot at, in front of red fort or wherever uh, uh, you know so all of the the mental decision making uh, which could be dangerous also which could be joyful so you can enjoy life you can also get angry all this management through social media but social media is driven by algorithms social media is driven by algorithms and algorithms are driven by ai so this is very important to learn artificial intelligence through it, the algorithms is driving the social media which is changing the behavior so i would say that the middle between the extreme of the physical level jobs and economy on one side and the metaphysical on the other side is my favorite of course i'm covering all the spectrum and i'll answer whatever question you have but my favorite is the middle ground now in this middle ground uh, we are getting colonized when we are giving up uh, our sovereignty mental intellectual sovereignty to these uh, authorities elsewhere uh, traditionally we are supposed to have our own narrative which our adhikaris our rishis developed we have it in our shastras our shastra is not saying the same thing that wikipedia is saying it is not saying the same thing uh, you know that you will find in a google search uh it, our shastra is saying something and these are uh, these uh, authorities new new social media ai driven authorities are saying something else 
our authorities, living authority would be a guru. It would be parents. It would be, you know, those kind of things. But today it is media, social media. What did Siri say? What did Alexa say? What did Google say? That So therefore, therefore, it is true that uh, they have become like the devatas in the sense devata is someone you never question. Devata, you do not say on, based on merit, I'm evaluating he's right on this and he's wrong on that. Devata is always right. So it is a sort of blind faith. So when we give up blind faith to these new sources of authority and information that, you know, because somebody is very popular on Twitter, it must be right. Uh, this thing got so many views. Your, your video got only X views. This one got 100 X views. He must be right. When you are going like that, then you are automatically treating these, uh, these as the devatas. So when I say Google devata, Twitter devata, uh, Facebook devata, Amazon devata, and so on, I'm actually saying that our people are treating them like uh, in the tradition we used to treat the devatas. Because these are the sources that are considered to have, we are in awe of them. We want them to like us, like the, we used to like, want the devatas to like us. And that, just like we do upasana, we do something, uh, some ritual, uh, some, uh, you know, agama-based uh, thing to worship and for the devata, keep him happy. Now with these digital devatas, we do search engine optimization. We make sure that we say the right things. We don't say something that will block me. Uh, what will the expert tells you? The expert is like the new pandit, the new priest is telling you, oh, no, 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 don't say like this, do, do like that. Put up your show on this day of the week. Put it up at such and such time of the day, you'll get more views. Uh, make a two-minute clip and put it on Twitter. So all these tricks, all these techniques uh, to to impress the devatas is is the cause is how we are proceeding. So they are like a devatas, and we because we are treating them like that. And moronization uh, means that we have become morons in the sense that it's like a dumbed down. Machines are getting smarter. Machines are getting smarter, absolutely. But human beings are giving up to uh, surrendering their own uh, knowledge to these machines. And a lot of people come and tell me, young people especially, why we need to learn? Why? What's the point of learning all that? We'll ask Google. Sir, we'll ask Google. It'll tell us what we need to know. Uh, we will. Uh, we can even speak and they will tell us. Uh, we go to Wikipedia, we will tell us why. Why do we need to know? So soon, you know, you'll have a Wikipedia and a search engine, all that uh, uh, wireless transmitter inside you. You don't even have to then type. You just uh, think and it will give you the answer. So when you are heading for that, why is it? I'm just ahead of my time. I don't think I'm creating an unreasonable sensation when I tell that this is how we are headed. This is where we are headed. And the reason I'm trying to do this is not to just wake up leaders, but also wake up the public. You see, the leaders are, reflect, are reflecting in a democracy. The leaders reflect what the public is wanting. You get the leaders that you want because that's who you vote for. So the public has to ultimately take charge because, uh, you know, I, I, the young people especially, this their generation, they are the ones who are turning their, uh, their uh, sovereignty and their freedom and their uh, agency over to these kind of uh, devatas, digital devatas. And they are getting colonized because the kind of uh, information and the kind of knowledge, the kind of bias being given to them is not uh, as per their own tradition. It is uh, whatever somebody sitting in another part of the world decides. And, uh, you know, so not only are we are the indians uh, you know getting more and more in the control of this uh, kind of media uh, which has bias which is algorithm driven which is ai driven but furthermore these are all foreign controlled 
that is very amazing That's now in the case of china they are they are doing all those things with their own not with american uh, control things they have their own uh, baidu and alibaba and all of those kind of guys so uh, that is the answer to your question why am i using all these terms